Ciao, sono Mark e oggi ho una notizia. We have some fantastic news for Italian learners. Starting February 2024, our Coffee Break Italian Masterclass is a brand new way to help you take your Italian to the next level. Aimed at intermediate Italian speakers who want to move on to an advanced level, the Masterclass covers advanced topics such as pronouns, the conditional perfect, the passive voice, subjunctive structures and much more, and it ultimately helps you sound more Italian. It's a six-month coaching course with a different module covered each month and it starts on the 1st of February. The lessons are self-access so you can work through each module and benefit from feedback and support from our wonderful masterclass tutors Francesca and Maurizio. Imagine building your fluency with the Coffee Break Italian team over the next six months. Does this sound fantastico? Search today for Coffee Break Italian Masterclass or visit coffeebreaklanguages.com Italian and join the class of February 2024. Places are limited and we're starting soon. Allora, cosa aspetti? Ci vediamo alla Masterclass. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Coffee Break Italian Travel Diaries, Episode 9. Ciao a tutti e benvenuti a Coffee Break Italian. Io sono Mark. Salve a tutti, io sono Francesca. Come va Francesca? Tutto bene Mark, grazie. E tu come stai? Sì, tutto a posto, tutto a posto, tutto ok. Bene, mi fa piacere. Sei pronto per iniziare? Esatto. We're back with another episode of the Coffee Break Italian Travel Diaries in which we're following the adventures of Giulia and Paolo as they travel through Tuscany. Now, last time they had uh, an interesting experience in Valdorcia after Paolo's unfortunate experience in Saturnia when he slipped and, and sprained his ankle. But they had a, a nice relaxing time in the Val d'Orcia and today they're heading on to a new destination, San Galgano. Sì, San Galgano. Devo dire che non avevo mai sentito nominare questo posto, quindi ah. sono curiosa di saperne di più, Mark. So that, that's really interesting. Sono curiosa, you said, sono curioso, io, sì. di saperne di più. Sì. Well spotted. So the ne in there, the ne is referring to of it, about it. So I'm curious to know more about it. I like that. Allora cominciamo. Allora cominciamo.
Dopo la pausa di ieri, Paolo si sentiva pronto a camminare un po'. Quindi abbiamo visitato la penultima meta del nostro giro della Toscana, l'abbazia di San Galgano. Volevamo visitare l'abbazia da moltissimo tempo ed eravamo contentissimi di poterlo fare finalmente. La chiesa di San Galgano è molto particolare perché non ha né un soffitto né un pavimento. Per questo motivo speravamo in un'altra giornata di sole, altrimenti ci saremmo bagnati tutti. Il cielo era molto nuvoloso, ma per fortuna alla fine non ha piovuto. Nell'eremo accanto alla chiesa abbiamo anche visto la famosa spada nella roccia, che San Galgano ha lasciato lì nel lontano 1170. Sembrava quasi la spada nella roccia di Re Artù. Paolo ha provato a tirarla fuori, ma ovviamente non è successo nulla. In compenso, però, alcuni passanti si sono fatti delle gran risate a guardarlo mentre tentava di sfilarla. Alla fine, Paolo si è accontentato di una foto con la spada. Abbiamo concluso questa giornata con un'ottima cena e con la pancia piena siamo andati a dormire. Molto interessante. Sì. Io ho imparato qualche cosa oggi. <ride> sì, sicuramente. Devo segnarmelo <ride> nei posti da visitare quando tornerò in Italia. <ride> exactly. So, yeah, but, uh, Francesca's going to add this to her list of places to visit. And what I'm pleased to hear is that Paolo's feeling a bit better. He's getting, uh, getting back to walking a little more. Esatto, sì, sì, per fortuna. Esatto. Let's go back through the text now and talk about the, the words and the phrases and the grammar contained in this text. Va bene. Allora, dopo la pausa di ieri, Paolo si sentiva pronto a camminare un po', quindi abbiamo visitato la penultima meta del nostro giro della Toscana, l'abbazia di San Galgano. Okay, so dopo la pausa di ieri, after yesterday's pause, we had a little break yesterday in Valdorcia when they, they didn't do quite as much, but now Paolo se si sentiva pronto a camminare un po', so he was feeling ready to walk a little. Francesca, is it always pronto a fare qualcosa? Um, pronto can also be followed by the preposition per, so we could have said Paolo si sentiva pronto per camminare un po'. Uh, more or less they can be used in the same way, although uh, essere pronto per, it means you have done all the necessary preparation that you need to do uh, in advance, while pronto a is more like spiritually, morally uh, oh, ready right. to, do, to do something. But it's really, really a subtle nuance. Okay, that's interesting. I wasn't aware of that. Um, if we were saying, for example, are you ready to begin the lesson? In that situation, that could mean, yes, I've got all my, my notebook, my wee jotter at hand, ready to, to begin. Si. Or it could mean, yes, I've psyched myself up uh, beforehand. So if I've psyched myself up, I would say, si, sono pronto a iniziare. Ah, si. But if I've got my wee jotter, then I'm pronto per 
iniziale. And you've done your preparation, yeah. sì, okay, sono pronto per. Although I must say it's really, really subtle and probably uh, not everyone would think about the difference between one and the other. Ok, good, good, good. Ok, quindi abbiamo visitato la penultima meta del nostro giro della Toscana. So therefore, we visited the penultimate destination of our tour of Tuscany. And this ultimate, penultimate destination rather, is the Labazia di San Galgano. So the Abbey of San Galgano. Sì. Volevamo visitare l'abbazia da moltissimo tempo ed eravamo contentissimi di poterlo fare finalmente. Right, there's lots and lots in this sentence. I think it's a great sentence because there's so much in here that we can talk about. Let's look at the first part of it, first of all. So, volevamo visitare l'abbazia da moltissimo tempo. That volevamo, which tense is that? I wonder if our listeners can work out which tense volevamo is. It is, of course, the... Imperfetto. Okay, so it's the imperfect. And we're looking at the verb volere in the imperfect. So we were wanting to do something or we wanted to do something. However, there's an interesting time word in the sentence as well. And that's the word da. That changes the volevamo, doesn't it? Yes, I think in English you would probably say we had been wanting to do something. Exactly, for a long, long time. So we had been wanting to do something for a long, long time. So we take it back a stage in English using a pluperfect. We had wanted to visit it or we had been wanting to visit it for a long, long time. But in Italian, we use the imperfect with da. And the same happens with the present and da for translating a perfect in English, doesn't it? Sì, 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 sì. Eh, ad esempio posso dire eh, parlo, parlo inglese da molti anni. So I have been speaking English for many years or literally I speak English since many years. Esatto. Okay. So I speak English since many years. That would be present in Italian with da. And I had been speaking English for many years at that point. That would be an imperfect in Italian. Sì. Parlavo inglese da molti anni. Sì, sì, sì. A quel punto, at that point. Ad esempio, quando sono andata a Londra, parlavo già inglese da molti anni. Exactly. So, when I went to London, I had already been speaking uh, English for, for many years. Benissimo. Okay. So, we had wanted to visit the Abbey for a long, long time, da moltissimo tempo, ed eravamo contentissimi di poterlo fare finalmente. And we were really happy, the, 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 the superlative form there of happy, contento, contenti, contentissimi, sì. di poterlo fare, of being able to do it, finally. Sì. So, the poterlo, the lo, is what... There, it's referring back to visiting the Abbey. See, it, uh, as we know, law means uh, uh, him or it, but it can also be used to replace uh, the whole uh, previous sentence, uh, as it is the case uh, here. Perfetto. Okay, let's find out more about San Galgano. Va bene. La chiesa di San Galgano è molto particolare perché non ha né un soffitto né un pavimento. Right, so the church of San Galgano is very particular, very peculiar, 
because it has neither a ceiling. Sì, un soffitto. Nor a floor. Sì, esatto, un pavimento. È un po' curiosa questa, questa chiesa. Sì, diciamo che è un po' diversa dall'idea classica <laughs> che abbiamo eh, delle, delle chiese. I think we can just imagine an abbey without a, a proper floor with tiles, mm-hmm. but it's simply soil and, uh, and grass. Yeah, okay. And then in terms of the ceiling, I believe that the, it used to have a ceiling, but then that's no longer there. Yeah, apparently this is what uh, happened. <laughs> okay, let's talk a little about this ne, ne. It means neither nor. Francesca, can you give us another example of how we could use this in, in more daily speech? Eh, sì, ad esempio, non mangio né carne né pesce. Okay, so non mangio, I don't eat né carne né pesce, neither meat nor fish. Now, in English, if we say I don't eat neither meat nor fish, that's a double negative. So we would need to say, I don't eat either meat or fish, or I eat neither meat nor fish. But in Italian, we need the non and the ne and the ne. Sì, sì, esatto. The non because it's a negative structure. Mm -hmm. So as in all negative structures in Italian, we need the help, the support of non. And then we have to repeat ne twice. Good. Okay. Non mangio né carne né, pies- né pesce. Or here, um, the, la chiesa di San Galliano è molto port- particolare perché non ha né un soffitto né un pavimento. Esatto. Okay. Let's go on and listen to the next part of the text. Per questo motivo speravamo in un'altra giornata di sole. Altrimenti ci saremmo bagnati tutti. Okay. Per questo motivo, for this reason, Speravamo, we were hoping, in un'altra giornata di sole. We were hoping for another sunny day. Now, sperare in qualcosa, Francesca. Sì, sperare in qualcosa. So, we couldn't say speravamo per un'altra giornata? Un'altra giornata? No, speravamo in In. una giornata di, di sole, speravamo in un buon risultato... Ma speravamo di più un verbo. Mm-hmm. So, speravamo di arrivare in tempo. Esatto. So we were hoping for another sunny day. Altrimenti, otherwise, ci saremmo bagnati tutti. Otherwise, we would all or both sì. have got soaked. We would have got wet. Sì. Now, this is quite a tricky construction here. Sì, il verbo è bagnarsi. Mm-hmm. So, to get oneself wet, e ci saremmo bagnati is the past conditional of bagnarsi. So, it's like an hypothesis in the past which didn't didn't happen, luckily, in the end. So, just to be clear there, we've got the conditional form of essere, saremmo, and then our past participle, bagnati. Sì. So, ci saremmo bagnati. We would have got wet, okay? Sì, completely, tutti. Ah, so the complete, the, the tutti there is referring not to both of them, but the extent to which they would have got wet. Sì, it could also be, uh, if we are thinking of other people visiting yeah. the Abbey, it could be like uh, including all the tourists there. But you can simply say, oggi sono uscita e mi sono bagnata tutta. It means from top to bottom. Ah, uh, okay, good, good, good. So, uh, conditional perfect or, or past conditional, same thing. 
ci saremmo bagnati tutti. Don't worry about this. It's not something that we, we need to um, spend too much time on because actually it makes sense in the in the situation. We were hoping for another sunny day. Otherwise, we would have got soaked. Um, however, we do hear a little more about the weather. Sì, il cielo era molto nuvoloso, ma per fortuna alla fine non ha piovuto. Okay, so the sky was very cloudy, nuvoloso, sì. ma per fortuna sì. è una notte di luna. No, I'm getting carried away with, with Puccini <laughs> there. Um, Mark! <laughs> ma per fortuna è una notte di luna, è qui la luna, l'abbiamo vicino. Anyway, um, ma Wow, <laughs> era da tanto tempo che non cantavi. <laughs> ma per fortuna, but fortunately, alla fine, at the end, in the end, non ha piovuto, it didn't rain. Sì. So, piovuto from, uh, from, from the verb to rain. Piovere. Piovere, of course. Okay, we're going to pause there for a little break and then we'll be back in just a moment to find out more about their experience in La Chiesa and L'Abbazia di San Galgano. We wanted to let you know that there's a premium version of the Travel Diaries course and this includes a set of lesson notes where you'll be able to read the text from each of the diaries and work through the vocabulary and any explanations that we've provided. There's also a video version of the text where we've left space for you to repeat the words and phrases used, giving you an opportunity to practice your speaking and your pronunciation. For more information about this, head to coffeebreakacademy.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Just in case any of our listeners are wondering where that, that um, song came from, it's Kegeli da Manina from uh, La Boheme, from Puccini's La Boheme. And I am sure you will find much better versions, many better versions of it than my version, but it's a beautiful aria. So do have a listen to that. Okay, 
Let's continue on and find out more about the Abbey L'Abbazia di San Galgano, Francesca. Va bene. Nell'eremo accanto alla chiesa abbiamo anche visto la famosa spada nella roccia che San Galgano ha lasciato lì nel lontano 1170. Okay, we're going really back in history now. Sì. What, what was the year that you gave us there? 1170. 1170. So, uh, 1170 or 1170. Now, we're talking about l'eremo. What's un eremo? Uh, un eremo, I think in English you would say a hermitage. Hermitage, okay. So, we're talking okay. about either somewhere where a hermit lives or sì. perhaps more something like the, the cloisters or the, the part of a monastery where uh, people are in seclusion, in a sense. Esatto, sì, sì, dove vive un eremita. Un eremita, ok. Would you also talk about um, l'eremo di San Petersburg? Pietroburgo, ah, ho capito, no, si dice l'ermitage. L'ermitage, ok. <laughs> so here we're talking about the hermitage beside the church, accanto alla chiesa. And what did they do there? They, 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 they saw, abbiamo anche visto, la famosa spada nella roccia, the, the sword in the stone, basically. Sì, sì. And this is a sword in the stone, which was left there by San Galgano in the distant 11th, uh, 1170, the, the years of 1170. Esatto. Sembrava quasi la spada nella roccia di Re Artù. Okay, uh, it almost seemed like the, uh, the, 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 the sword in the stone of King Arthur. <laughs> sì, sì, un bellissimo. Adoravo questo cartone oh, animato sì. <laughs> da bambina. <laughs> okay. Ok, Paolo ha provato a tirarla fuori, ma ovviamente non è successo nulla. Okay, so Paolo tried to pull it out of the stone, so remove the sword from the stone. Sì. Paolo ha provato... A tirarla fuori. So we're talking about provare a fare qualcosa, to try to do something. And tirarla, the la is referring to the spada. Sì, 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 è un pronome diretto. So instead of having the word spada again, we can replace it by using la, meaning it, feminine. Okay, so Paolo tried to, to take it out, to remove it from the stone, ma ovviamente non è successo nulla. But obviously, nothing happened. Nothing happened. So this is from succedere, to happen, and it's an essere verb, so we say non è successo nulla. We could say non è successo niente anche. Niente, sì, sì, they work exactly in the same way, niente, nulla. Mm -hmm. However, um, <laughs> by way of recompense, <laughs> what happened? Sì, in compenso però alcuni passanti si sono fatti delle gran risate a guardarlo mentre tentava di sfilarla. So, in compenso could mean something like to make up for it or um, sì. to balance that out. Um, alcuni passanti, some passers-by, si sono fatti delle gran risate, so they had a, a really good laugh <laughs> sì. a guardarlo, watching him. Mentre tentava di sfilarla as he tried to, to pull it out. Extract, Extract it, it, sì. Yeah. So there we've got tentare di and we had provare a, two ways of saying to try to do something. Sì, they're really uh, synonyms. Probably tentare di sounds more, uh, slightly more formal, I would say. 
and uh, I think we tend to use the provare uh, more often in uh, spoken everyday uh, Italian. Uh, tentare sounds, uh, yes, as I said, slightly more uh, formal or for written Italian. Okay, um, is provare always with a? Um, provare a fare qualcosa, sì. Could, you couldn't say provare di fare qualcosa? No, okay. ma tentare di yep. fare qualcosa. So we've got provare a, tentare di, and there's another word that's coming to mind, and that is using the word cercare. Cercare di, sì, sì, sì. So that's literally to look for, um, but when cercare is combined with di, it becomes to try to do something. Sì, and it's another synonym that we can add to this list. Would you say cercare di fare qualcosa is more similar to tentare or provare in terms of register? Um, cercare is, is probably more like provare di in terms of uh, um, how and when it's, uh, it's used. I, I will try to come up with uh, more specific examples in the, in the notes for this, Mark. Perfect. Excellent. That sounds good. So um, basically these people are laughing at him as he's trying to extract the, the, the sword from the, the stone. But in the end, what happened? Alla fine Paolo si è accontentato di una foto con la spada. <laughs> so he was quite happy. He contented himself accontentarsi um, di una foto with a photo with the sword con la spada. Abbiamo concluso questa giornata con un'ottima cena e con la pancia piena siamo andati a dormire. Okay, so we finished this day. Abbiamo concluso questa giornata with an ottimo cena, ottima cena, with an, an excellent meal e con la pancia piena and with a, a full stomach, a full belly, siamo andati a dormire. We went to, to bed. Sì, è il modo perfetto per andare a dormire con la pancia piena. <laughs> esatto. Let's listen to the whole text now and hopefully you'll understand everything since we've gone through it together. Dopo la pausa di ieri, Paolo si sentiva pronto a camminare un po'. Quindi abbiamo visitato la penultima meta del nostro giro della Toscana, l'abbazia di San Galgano. Volevamo visitare l'abbazia da moltissimo tempo ed eravamo contentissimi di poterlo fare finalmente. La chiesa di San Galgano è molto particolare perché non ha né un soffitto né un pavimento. Per questo motivo speravamo in un'altra giornata di sole, altrimenti ci saremmo bagnati tutti. Il cielo era molto nuvoloso, ma per fortuna alla fine non ha piovuto. Nell'eremo accanto alla chiesa abbiamo anche visto la famosa spada nella roccia, che San Galgano ha lasciato lì nel lontano 1170. Sembrava quasi la spada nella roccia di Re Artù. Paolo ha provato a tirarla fuori, ma ovviamente non è successo nulla. In compenso, però, alcuni passanti si sono fatti delle gran risate a guardarlo mentre tentava di sfilarla. Alla fine, Paolo si è accontentato di una foto con la spada. 
Abbiamo concluso questa giornata con un'ottima cena e con la pancia piena siamo andati a dormire. And there we find ourselves at the end of episode 9 of our travel diaries with Giulia and Paolo La pancia piena and they've gone to sleep on their penultimate day of, of their journey. Now, if you would like to get more out of this episode, then do head over to the Coffee Break Academy where you can check out the notes. As Francesca mentioned, she sometimes adds additional bits of information to the notes with some further examples. And of course, you'll be able to follow the text there. We also provide a video version where we've paused the audio and it gives you the chance to repeat along with the, 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 the speaker. So you listen to Julia saying the lines and then we've paused that so that you can repeat it after to her and practice your pronunciation. All of that is at the Coffee Break Academy at coffeebreakacademy.com. Francesca, next time it's the, the last episode of the series. Oh, sì, sono un po' triste, Mark. Anch'io. <laughs> È stato veramente un piacere viaggiare con, con Paolo e, e Giulia. Sì, sì, avrei voluto continuare questo viaggio, ma <laughs> non si può essere in vacanza tutta la vita, vero? <laughs> All good things come to an end. How do we say that in, in Italian? Eh, tutte le cose belle finiscono. <laughs> esatto. Well, next time we will be finishing this journey in Piombino um, and we'll be reaching the coast the Tuscan coast so you can look forward to that until then come sempre grazie mille e arrivederci grazie a tutti a presto ciao you have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radiolingua Network copyright 2020 Radiolingua Limited Recording copyright 2020, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.